0: Antifreeze.
1: I had her nightgown. In I fuego. Nightgown.
0: Zesty. Uh, lava.
1: I don't. I don't know about that one, Ellen. Uh, napalm.
2: Nitrogen. I fucking, you said fuego, and that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Liquid nitrogen.
1: So then we're getting a focus group together that that is supporting this in fuego thing, but. How do, you, how do you guys feel about Waco, Texas? Inferno. It's not too
0: soon, but... um, Based off that, just Dante?
1: How about Burn Notice?
0: <laughs> Featuring Dante from Devil May Cry. <laughs> just... Get a free copy of Devil May Cry in every bag.
1: Get a free copy of *Devil May Cry* and every bag of Habanero Holocaust.
0: <laughs> um, uh, witch burning,
2: garbage fire,
1: cinnamon s'more, monster mash,
0: the literal surface of the sun,
1: <laughs> written entirely across the bag. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> And it, it should be like it should actually be like on the bag in a in a nice uh you know oval in like a curvature and behind it you can just see solar flares just reaching their tendrils across the across the surface of the bag it would be quite beautiful actually
1: scorching scorching the the bag is reflective so if you like if it's out in the sun it blinds people
0: <laughs> good uh
1: Blistering. Man. Blister.
2: Blistering hot.
0: <laughs> um, incinerate.
1: I, th- I think that we've proven that we are a better focus group than who- whoever they actually hired for the job.
0: Right. I think we have. Um, so can we, but can we all agree that, um, uh, High noon, Some of it... July, in Arizona, <laughs> is probably the best one.
1: That's pretty strong. But but Alan and I both did agree on Enfuego.
0: Enfuego, yeah. yeah Enfuego's is good. Plus you can give it a. It's
1: just it's just Blaze is awful.
0: Yeah. Blaze, Blaze is, is... Bla- Doritos Blaze is awful. Yeah. Okay.
2: The Mountain Dew um, ice, the Mountain Dew ice stuff is essentially just caffeinated Sprite, though. Just in case anyone was wondering. Oh, Okay. Well, I'm
0: not missing much then.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, but feel free to let us know what you would name uh, the new Doritos flavor instead of Blaze, because uh, or, Dor- or or the new Mountain Dew or the new Mountain Dew because it's just ice. Holy Christ! Just they just called it ice.
0: <laughs> they should call it Christ, because then it sounds like ice. Christ See, I would flavor. call it.
1: I would call it witch tits.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Makes sense. What if you dr- what if you dr- see they don't think this through. What if you drink a lukewarm mm-hmm. bottle of Mountain Dew ice? Yeah. It's <laughs>
0: it's fa- that's what that's called false
2: advertising.
1: Yeah, you could sue for that stuff. You, you they
2: could have... call it, You could call it witch tit and you could make a cold sleeve you could put around it and call it the brass bra. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: Is it better if it comes in like those uh, plastic? Oh my god! Why am I forgetting? It's been so long. Those plastic cans. They're called. They're
1: called bottles.
0: No! No! They're
1: <laughs> the like, like is- a can, plastic, but they're made no, out of
0: plastic. <laughs> no, the, the shit that they like. They're like, hey, in all those environmental videos, they're like, hey, you, you, if you don't cut these things out when you throw them away, ducks will get their necks caught in them and die horribly. Oh, oh, yeah, duck killers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. The plastic duck shit bur- that they keep soda cans in together. Yeah, fish murderers. Got it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Welcome to Undercooked Analysis, where we murder fish. Intentionally and or unintentionally. Them. None of us are sport fishermen. We just don't cut holes in things. And ducks. We kill ducks. It's like duck hunt, just without a light gun. I'm David.
2: It's true. We also fuck fish on this trip. <laughs> no,
0: only TrapLink does that. D-
1: D- David, do not speak for us. I will definitely cut holes in things. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Those things being fish, and then we will fuck with them.
1: What about the mountain? No, We're right in the side, right in the fucking gills.
2: <laughs>
0: hey, speaking of speaking of which, I, I got the DLC for Press uh, of the Wild.
2: Cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm 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 close to beating it. I've beaten all four divine beasts now. I've I've been o- I've been off and on with it just because of work. But... I understand
0: that. It feels good to be yeah. back into the game. Running around doing shit, but I won't say much about it right now because you know what? No one likes spoilers. I mean, some people don't really <laughs> care. I do.
1: Alan, Alan is off and on uh, in beating it. He hasn't beaten it yet, but he's he's getting ready to beat it off and on. He's he's just been edging for a long time.
2: By the way, I don't know if I've talked to you guys about the song "Beat It" before.
1: Oh yeah, we've heard it. It's a good song.
2: The Michael Jackson
0: kid's gonna go places. I tell you.
2: About uh, how I used to think the lyrics were "Show them hot fucking." <laughs>
1: mm.
0: Show them hot fuck. Yeah, you know what?
1: That sounds like a Korean pop song lyric that they speak in English, <laughs> and they just don't get the context. It's like, "Give me the hot fucking."
0: Like yeah, you play the Korean version of uh, Pokemon Crystal, or the or it Vietnamese Pokemon Crystal, and it just says like like your character's name bag fuck whenever they pick up an item.
1: <laughs> what?
0: Do you not know about this?
1: It's, it sounds vaguely familiar. Oh
0: my god! It, it, when you get a chance, look up. Uh, I, I think it's yeah, Vietnamese Pokemon Crystal. It's been translated to English, and the translations are incredibly horrible. But whenever you pick up an item and put it in your bag, it just says your character's name. Bag fuck. <laughs> I. Uh, uh,
2: th- another misheard lyric I had recently that I've thought my whole life. Um, the song I'll be watching you by the police. I, I didn't know until recently when I was watching stranger things season two, um, with, with subtitles, um, there, there's a line in there that's, Oh, can't you see you belong to me? How my poor heart aches for years, my whole life. I've thought that line was, I'm a pool hall ace.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Hmm. I
2: could see it, though. I just thought in the middle of that... I just thought in the middle of that song, he was like, oh, by the way, I'm really good at pool. (laughs) That's a a reason.
1: You should date me. I'm really good at pool.
0: (laughs) Uh, For me, it was always the song, you know, uh, Benny and the Jets? Yeah. So there's that bit with, you know, uh, she had electric boots, a mohair suit, you know, I read it in a magazine. Yeah. I always heard she had electric boobs. Her mom has <laughs> two. You know, I read it in oh. a magazine.
1: Oh. The so, I, I'm I'm Brandon and that's Alan. I don't think did we introduce ourselves? No, I
0: introduced myself, but you did. Okay. Because,
2: jokes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Jokes and jokes and.
1: <laughs> but we also uh, have Graham Graham with us today. Okay. She's not going to be reading uh, popcorn style like us, but she will occasionally be giving commentary. So, Graham uh, Graham, do you want to go ahead and get us caught up on what has happened in. Bro- no, Graham Graham, don't snort that line of coke, slam a shot of Patrone, and then punch that chimpanzee. Oh. Graham oh, Graham.
0: I, I, the only part of that I'm okay with is the chimpanzee punching, because chimpanzees are dicks.
2: What did that chimpanzee ever do? Oh, he started World War II. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hitler chimpanzee <laughs> That chimpanzee is a dick.
1: <laughs> that Dick-pansy? chimpanzee? That chimpanzee assassinated Archduke Franz Ferdinand.
0: <laughs> and uh, every member of and every member of the band Franz Ferdinand.
2: I was about to make that exact joke! <laughs> Alan, um, how many
0: high fives do I owe you for, like, when we see each other again? So many!
2: (laughs) Welcome to Undercooked Analysis. (laughs) We're just going to be high fiving the whole time I'm back there. Yes, yes.
1: (laughs) In the Bay Area and back down.
0: (laughs) Maybe we actually will go to the Bay Area and back down.
2: Nah, that sounds terrible. But we go there from Sacktown, though.
1: Can Um, we go there from Bagfuck?
2: <laughs> uh, we're gonna read
0: the next part of Baraska. We can go to we could go to uh, Drisking, Missouri, and get killed by the Skinned Men or whatever it is that's happening in this town's folklore, just to kind of pick up where we left off.
2: Uh, by the way, Google's not a real place. <laughs>
0: um, they don't know that it's on No Sleep. You have to pretend everything on No Sleep is true. Shut up! Shut up! But I'm from. Shut up!
1: N- Sh- Shut up, Meg. Uh, (laughs) You're just going no sleep and you just have to treat the stories as they're real. So it's just like, I'm from Brimble Bram, Slimble Flop, (laughs) Kibblesamp, New Jersey. (laughs) I used to have family from that place.
0: I'm from Kluglon of the Galaxy of Andromeda.
1: That's the problem with the no sleep rule. It sounds good at first and then you just not realize it's...
0: That just... Fucking dumb. Yeah... A little bit... Hey! Why don't we read the story?
1: Hey. I was doing just fine before I met you. I drank too much and that's an issue. But I'm okay. This year, dragged on, and it wasn't until Christmas break that I heard the machine at Baroska again. It was December, and there was a thick blanket of snow on the ground, which only served to amplify the noise from the mountain. I sat in my room, listening to it for a few minutes, trying to decide what was happening in the place that bad things happen. I saw my dad, dad's uh, cruiser pull up out the window and went downstairs to greet him. As I passed my sister's door, I heard her giggling in that annoying teenage girl way and cringed. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. yes, yes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh
1: I hoped Kimber never got like that.
0: Too bad. It's gonna be it's gonna happen. Kimber's gonna get like that.
2: Uh... Dad! Go ahead. Dad! I skidded on the landing just as he opened the door. My dad stumped the snow off his boots and threw open his arms.
0: Sammy! How many years has it been? He joked. It's, it's been three years, Dad. You left for cigarettes and you never came back.
1: And um, the cat's in the cradle! <laughs> <laughs> it was true I hadn't seen much of my dad lately since he was working so much. Doing what... I didn't know since this was the quietest, lamest town ever. As opposed to all those cool towns where people are getting shot up and fucking murdered.
0: Man, I I would give my left toe to go, my left big toe to go back to cool town, Illinois. But no.
1: (laughs) A real place, by the way.
0: Yeah, real place. No sleep rules.
1: Um, Mom thought the sheriff was grooming dad. (laughs) Oof. Oof. Just going to end there. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> They're both chimpanzees and one of them is just yeah. picking, picking lice off the other one.
1: That's what we do, David. I say a really offensive joke and then you dumb it down to like a ch- a children's joke that it's is perfectly PG, but it's a P- it's like a PG joke
0: and it's still funny.
1: It is. It is. It's just funny that we we that we decided to go about that way like yeah. let's do the let's do the offensive joke first then let's do the pg
0: joke <laughs> i'll be around
2: about
1: uh, mom <laughs> mom thought the sheriff was grooming dad for his job since clary was so old and dad never really agreed or disagreed with her he'd only been at the department seven months after all and he doubted people in the county would vote for him
2: Hey, Dad, do you hear that, that, like, machine-sounding noise? Yep, I hear it in town every now and then. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I do. You do? I do. That's great. (laughs) Hey, you're relatively free of gnats now. (laughs) Yeah, well, the, the sheriff's been doing a real good job. Hey, Brendan, it's your
1: line. Oh, sorry. Uh, What's my line?
2: (laughs)
0: No, no, no. You don't understand. You have to disguise your voice better if we're going to do what's my line.
1: Uh,
2: Do you know what it uh, is?
1: Okay. That's where I start rating? Yeah. Okay. Do you know what it is?
2: Well, I asked the sheriff about it, and he told me the noise comes from private property up in the Ozarks. Is the property called Barasca? I asked quickly.
1: I have no idea. Baraska? Where'd you hear that? I shrugged. Kids at my school.
0: Well, it's nothing to worry about, Sammy. Probably just some logging equipment.
1: But is the place called Baraska? Like, have you heard that name before?
2: No, I have not heard that before. Alan's been calling it Nebraska this whole time. <laughs> da, da, Dad pulled
0: us. Da, his... da, da, da.
2: Dad pulled his boots off and shrugged off his coat, looking toward the kitchen. I could tell I was losing him.
0: No, Chad, don't leave for cigarette (laughs) skin. Have you ever heard of the skinned men, I asked quickly.
2: It's called the flayed men. Learn your fucking uh, Game of Thrones lore, you fucking noob. (laughs) Dad dad told me. (laughs) Skinned men? Good God, Sam, is your sister telling you these stories?
1: Oh, my mic was muted. That explains some shit. Yeah. Oh, we're off to a rollicking good start.
2: Rollicking is right.
1: Skinned men, good God, Sam, is your sister telling you these stories? No, but
2: he wasn't listening to me anymore. Whitney!
0: He yelled up the stairs.
1: No, Dad, no! Whitney doesn't even talk to me anymore. I repeated no, Graham, Graham, don't pee. call
0: that hotline. He-Man doesn't answer the phone anymore. You're going to get a... Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: there won't be any new adventures of He and Shira for you to listen to.
1: Have you, have you seen that um, picture of He-Man and it has a quote by it that says, actually, I'm going by They-Man nowadays. And then there's like a picture of Skeletor pointing towards him in the background. And he's like, thank you for updating me. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> uh, i heard of all the of all the things Graham Graham has done though this is the most uh innocent i guess
1: i suppose so yeah
0: okay yeah. i just feel bad because she accidentally called the sex hotline yeah
1: <laughs> well it wouldn't I be heard. the first time she's done someone that's innocent
0: hey i mean she would have had to or else you might not exist in your present form
2: i heard a door creak open upstairs And Whitney peered over the railing, phone in hand and an annoyed look on her face. Are you trying to scare your brother? Dad demanded.
1: No, Dad, no, I said. Again.
2: Whitney shot me a betrayed look. Uh, seriously? As if I'd waste my time. You aren't telling him stories about skinned men?
1: No, Dad, no. I told you I heard it at school, I said. Whitney gestured to me as if to say,
2: See?
0: All right. Well, you kids need to start getting along like they weren't your family, for Christ's sake. Whitney rolled her eyes. And when dad walked into the kitchen, she stuck her tongue out at me.
1: Why do they always do that in these kinds of stories of like your siblings? You're supposed to get along. And it's like statistically, no. What are you talking about? No. Kids fight all the time.
0: My sister and I got along weirdly well, but I totally acknowledge that we were a weird case.
1: Yeah, that's that's the thing, though, is oh, it's, if you and your siblings have common interests, then it's fine. You still are, like, competitive just by nature. It, but it's like, there's nothing weird about siblings not liking each other.
0: I think um, it's just like your solemn duty as a parent to kind of push that boulder up the hill and realize it's never really going to go anywhere, but you got to keep doing it anyway the boulder of siblings getting along
1: well no it's like it's perfectly fine for you for you to do that but it's like getting mad at a baby for shitting in a diaper it's like well the baby's gonna shit in a diaper like that's what's going to happen
2: it's like i I have two sisters and i love them very much but i have called my youngest sister a cunt to her face
1: (laughs) and you only did it because you love her and because she was being a cunt. Yeah, I mean, dude, hey, this happens. <laughs> Understandable. Real mature, Whitney. I yelled up at her, but I she was already gone. Real mature, <laughs> you fucking cunt! I pull. I yelled up at uh, her, but she was already gone. I'll tell Dad about your boyfriend and all the cocks you're sucking. <laughs> Fuck my brain.
2: <laughs> I just want to get fucked. <laughs> Um Christmas came and went with surprising smoothness <laughs> at our house. Uh, another like joke a, about like a, another like joke candles. about my bowel movements. Insert a joke <laughs> um, here, okay.
1: I was going to go with Ken dolls but okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Whitney and I got everything we'd had on our lists, which was a first for us. The town may be smaller, but Dad's paychecks were clearly better.
1: What dad's fat
2: paycheck?
0: <laughs> I wore my new Rams parka on the first day to school, to, <laughs> pa- to back to school after Christmas break. Carl fawned over it, and Kimber showed off the blue pearl necklace her mom had gotten her for
1: Christmas. <laughs> Goddamn damn. Damn it, it, Brandon!
2: Damn it, Brandon!
1: (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't even make any sense. What? What about a blue pearl necklace? Is lewd, Brandon? It doesn't make any sense. What are you doing? You guys just the the
2: reaching, the
1: reaching. Just reaching all the way around to get that pearl necklace.
0: Okay, Kyle and I feigned interest, but did it poorly, (laughs) much like I feigned interest in this show. Kimber knew, but just seemed happy we cared enough to fake it. Fake it till you make it. Well,
1: I like that um, our protagonist has a really cool Ramstein parka.
0: <laughs> hey, Alan, what day is it today?
2: Um, let me check the calendar. <laughs> it is Rusev Day.
0: Okay, I'm not sure why I needed you to check that. Somehow, the idea of the Ramstein Parker made Parker, Parker Blackle, alpaca made me think of that.
2: The Ramstein Alpaca. The
0: Ramstein Alpaca was my favorite most, member of Ramstein. The most,
2: the most metal in German of all the
1: all the mammals.
0: <laughs> Ramstein Alpaca is um my, you know I used to play bass for Ramstein Alpaca.
1: That doesn't make sense, David. It's already a band.
0: <laughs> Too bad. No, they're a cover band.
1: Oh yeah. They all have floofy hair like you do.
0: Yeah. They... <laughs> <laughs> They all wear delightful Angora sweaters.
1: Oh, boy. As we said goodbye to Kyle for the morning, Kimber was suddenly slammed from the side. Kyle caught her before she fell, and I spun around angrily to see dark-haired girl, whose name I learned was Phoebe Dan- uh, Dranger, laughing and walking away from us with round-faced girl.
0: Phoebe Dranger.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real.
2: You're bad people who make poor life choices, Kyle yelled at them. <laughs> May pigs dig up your cemeteries. When I'm your boss someday, I'll make you clean bathrooms.
0: <laughs> i love these. take kids. a shit on the floor.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, and if, you're Ky- and if Kyle's your boss, you know you messed up, I added. Kyle and I high-fived and turned to Kimber, but she wasn't sharing in our victory. She was trying to hide the tears on her face. Aww.
1: Tears on her face. Pearl necklace round her neck. Don't sweat those girls, Kimber. Nobody likes them. People are just nice to them because they they are related to the Prescotts. Kyle tried to give her an awkward pat on the back, but Kimber turned away from him and ran in the opposite direction. At a certain point, you feel like you shouldn't give girls pats on the back because you're like, "Oh, yep, that's totally a bra strap."
0: Mm-hmm. I don't think they're quite yeah. there yet, but
1: no, well, training <laughs> bras in training. Wonder if that's like... does that happen? Uh, that's nine.
0: I don't remember. I think they're well, whatever. No, I
1: mean, I mean, if you get to be about that age, it, it's funny how quick girls hit puberty and how slow boys hit puberty. That's it's, it's fucking true, hilarious.
0: True, because that's—I mean—that's true. I don't know. I don't really remember. I just remember that when my voice finally changed, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And then I just—I voice... don't sound like a squeaky kid anymore. Now I sound like a squeaky adult.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was up with me, but my voice went from like being a child to this in like a month. <laughs>
1: uh... the same. But for some reason, I keep picturing these guys as, like, late middle schoolers. I have no idea why I keep doing that.
0: The uh, the whole thing about make, about saying, uh, I'm, if, you're, if I'm your boss, I'm going to make you clean bathrooms. Like, that sounds like something a younger, like, maybe 9, 10-year-old might say. Maybe. 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 I mean, I'm just saying the
2: dialogue. I What's my line?
0: I hate those girls.
2: I hate those girls. Like, I really hate them, I said.
1: I hate those girls.
0: I know. They're bitches," Kyle answered, mouthing the last word as he looked over his shoulder at my lurking at Freddie lurking adults. So it's more like, <laughs> "I know they're bitches,"
1: and I was like,
2: "Bitch!"
1: <laughs> that is such a good bit. <laughs> it
2: sure is. Uh, I well, said, bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, bitch. I better get to class and make sure they don't try and talk to her again.
0: They didn't try to talk to her, they knocked her over.
1: <laughs> I don't know, it's not, there's something about kids where they just cannot understand the difference between words and actions.
2: <laughs> there's an assemb- There's an assembly this morning. No class until after lunch.
0: Seriously? That's awesome. Do we have to sit by class?
1: Not usually, but we better get there quick so we can get seats in the back. Uh, Kyle said as we started walking.
2: What's the assembly for? I asked. It's either Dare
0: or the Hi- History Society presentation.
1: What's Dare? It's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. It's, it's coming up. Dare. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we're having mentions of Dare, which is giving me flashback to Hands by Unseen Wombat. Oh, damn. Yeah, and that story was an exploration of drug and alcohol exploration uh, without drugs or alcohol without yeah. drugs or alcohol. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what that's what you do, kids. You want to talk about one thing, talk about a different thing instead. So the question is, um, what role will Dare play in the upcoming scenes and possibly in the greater context of this story?
2: Survey says, "Fuckable Gardevoir. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Are they just? Do they just not replace anything on that board? <laughs> I don't think they do at this point. <laughs> uh, oh,
0: I believe it's. I believe it's y- you, Alan. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's
2: dare? I oh, know, you, or you know, dare. You know, dare. You know Dare? D- D- Here or Dare? Um,
1: you know Dare, short for Darian. Darian sh- Glumberfield.
2: You know Dare, <laughs> short for Dareare. You know Dare? As in, don't you dare do drugs or you're grounded until you're dead?
1: <laughs> you know Dare, short for Darren Young, newly released from the WWE.
2: Yeah. Oh, I hope it's
0: the history thing then.
1: We fl fu- We've bound Kimber already in the auditorium. She was dead. She had collected herself and saved us both seats at the back of the room. She just waved us um, over as the puffy, stern Miss Traverty walked onto the stage.
2: Hello, fourth grade students! This morning we have a special presentation for you from the Historic Preservation Society of Drisky If you have questions during the course of the lecture, please raise your hand! Um, do I get a free t-shirt? Shut up!
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> like that'll happen, Kyle laughed.
1: Now... I'd like to introduce you to Mister Wyatt Downing. Wyatt Downing. D- that doubting? M- doubting.
0: Doubting. Wyatt doubting.
1: Miss Catherine Scanlon, and of course, Mister James Prescott Hibbleberry, Hippel, the Third Junior.
0: Bucky Minnington Woolworth the Fifth
2: what oh sorry that's not me. I wonder what Graham Graham thinks of those fake names. Hey Graham, Graham uh what do you think of these fake na- wait no don't eat those new Doritos they're too spicy. Oh uh, wait she's okay she has she has a mountain dew ice to cool herself off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fortunate.
0: man Graham Graham's really kind of toned it down this episode. <laughs> I'm kind of relieved.
2: Well, I, I think she has an ulcer, so it's probably not a good idea for her to be. For her oh to be, yeah,
0: uh... we can't excite Graham Graham too much. Not well, we, she we don't. She has, no, we actually we need to excite Graham Graham more because if she's not, she's gonna get distracted and do other things.
1: Right. She already she already slammed a shot of Patron and did a line of Coke. What are you talking about? She's toning <laughs> it down. She punched a chimpanzee.
0: Yeah, but that chimpanzee was a dick. At least she's not like. <laughs>
2: Uh, I just, <laughs> I just want everyone to know our our podcast got to the point where someone said she punched a chimpanzee, and another <laughs> of us responded with, with, "Yeah, but that chimpanzee was a dick."
0: <laughs> I mean that that chimpanzee had a uh, was saying some really anti-Semitic things. It was.
1: Ooh. <laughs> I don't, What was the the assassination of. Our Archduke Franz Ferdinand, like, anti-Semitic?
0: I forgot we're, that that we're, was our thread.
1: We're the, we're the, the Jews part? <laughs> were the Jews part of the Axis allies in World War One? I. I can't remember. Were we fighting with or against the... I'm going to go to Google. I'm going to bang. Yeah, can him. we but,
2: please continue we fi- the story? Were we
1: fighting with or against the Jews in World War One?
2: Fuck you, war theory. Um...
1: Uh, <laughs> Were the Jews secretly behind 9-11? Fuck you. Uh, Anti-Semitic theory. Fuck you, Alex Jones. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, uh,
0: for the love of God, son of uh,
2: what? Jimmy Prescott and not his dad? That's so weird, Kimber whispered.
0: Dude, Thomas Prescott has done this presentation every year for like 20 years, Kyle said. It's definitely weird.
1: It's not weird, whispered Mike sudden from behind us. He leaned forward. Tom Prescott went crazy like a year ago, and he just said a bunch of anti-Semitic <laughs> things on YouTube. He also
0: he didn't turned do into a pres- chimpanzee.
1: <laughs> and and had, has mad pat hair. Um, he didn't do the presentation last year when my sister was here either.
0: Can I just say that um, after listening to the last couple episodes of UCA uh, before we started Baroska, um, Eli, your Matt Pat impression is scary good.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. scary good. Anyhow, I think ours started out pretty good, but like devolved into <laughs> pure <laughs> energy.
1: Luba. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It gets worse and
2: worse. <laughs> uh- hey, guys.
1: Hey, guys. Do you, do you like terrorist attacks? You want to get terrorist materials shipped right to your house? Why don't you check out a friends at Anthrax Box? You open it up, you just get a bunch of Anthrax right in your face. Go to our website and type in the code f- FANTHRAX for all <laughs> <Thank> our fans. <laughs> Get ten percent off your next bugs of anthrax.
0: There is so much story to read. <laughs> that, is...
1: <laughs> that is the story of UCA, period.
0: <laughs> if you ever had hey. to put a tagline on it, the the tagline is me in an exhausted voice. That is so much there is so much story to read. And then <laughs> sighing languidly as my life ebbs away.
2: I don't like Jimmy Prescott. That's right. <laughs> Kimber shook her. Kimber shook her head. He gives me the heebie-jeebies. Does that doesn't that term have racist origins? Heebie-jeebies. I don't know. Yeah, because like, damn it, heeb like the Jewish. I, I, racial I slur. don't know.
0: I I genuinely don't know.
2: His dad is so much nicer. He's like a grandpa.
0: The presentation was slow and boring. Mr. Dowding and Miss Scanlon talked about the first settlers here, the Cherokee, and the Trail of Tears. They talked about Alexander Drisking's discovery of a motherload of ore in the mountains and settling here with his family to mine and refine the iron. Then James Prescott took the stage from where from there to tell the story of his family's early journey to the town and their role in the revitalization of Drisking itself in the late 50s.
1: It's pronounced Cherokee.
0: Oh, karaoke. <laughs>
1: Chara the last part was the most interesting of it all and I found Jimmy Prescott to be infallibly charismatic and entertaining I was so busy laughing at his jokes and hanging on his every word that by the end of his presentation I realized I actually learned quite a bit just like all you loyal theorists hey.
0: Jimmy Prescott was actually MatPat the whole time <laughs> He gives smart what, people that, like me the heebie-jeebies, but everybody else hangs on his every word.
1: Well, that that explains why he's loved by ten-year-olds so much, <laughs> so that I was interested enough to ask a question, which Kyle warned was committing social suicide. Um, I really wish that they would like exp- like give us a little hint of why he's interesting by telling us some of the stuff he said. Like they they talked about. Um, what he was talking about and everything, but they didn't explain, like, what his jokes were, and, you know? Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> Good point. Still, st- still, still, not bad, just that's the thing like yeah. you could do to punch it up.
0: A little bit, but, I mean, it's fine as it is, honestly, but I could, I could see that. It'd be nice to kind of get a sense of, at least just give one of the jokes.
1: Yeah, just one of the jokes would be fine, because as it is right now, it's a little bit too uh, telling, and you could show a little bit more.
2: Yeah. So- Mr. Prescott! Sorry, go. Mr. Prescott scanned the room and answered a few other questions before he finally got to me at the back. Yes, you in the back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Take um, it again.
0: But it's my only line.
1: Um, Mr. Prescott, why did the mines close? Like, what happened? I asked. Kids always ask questions really fucking slow. They take forever to get to the point.
2: Usually
0: you, have a, <laughs> you have a unique accent. Are you from Cool Town? <laughs> cool Town, Illinois, a real place?
1: I spent part of my life in Cool Town, and then I moved to Hibbleflop, Jorpenshire, New Jersey, <laughs> and I was raised there for two years until my dad got fired.
2: Fired. <laughs> Well, very good question, young man. What did you say your name was? Uh, Sam Walker.
1: Ah, I believe I met your father the other day at the sheriff's office. (laughs) See, he uncovered my moonshine running business. Um, I don't know. Welcome to Drisking. As for your questions, most of the mines were closed in 1951. After a long period of unprofitability, the mountain had simply run out of iron ore. Um, The mills and the refineries were abandoned, and the town suffered for years. The miners and their families moved away. Stores went out of business. uh, Schools closed, and Drisking became a ghost town. No. Alan, do you get the do you get the joke David's making? Because I sure shit don't.
0: Nope. It's coming like a ghost town. All the clubs are being closed down.
1: No, it okay. It, it's, it's it's in man, Shaun of the it, Dead. Is it?
0: Yeah, it's a, it's the very first song, like before the oh, Eye it? Monster, before Blue, the Blue Wrath. Like you hear it in the background at the bar.
1: Mm. Man, how, when was that song made? Like, rough time period.
0: Uh, I, want Man, to say, like, I want to say, like, 90s? Maybe early oh, 2000s? Right. Just off the top of my head.
2: Okay. That would have been the end of it if it weren't for stubborn families like mine who refused to leave. <laughs> who refused to give up the town, and after many, many years of hard work, Drisking became the picturesque little haven in the Ozarks that it is today. I hope that answers your question. I am leaving, goodbye.
0: (laughs) I'm off to play a part in Dream Daddy, goodbye. I sat back down and Kyle shook his head at me. Bro, bro.
1: Bro, bro, man, bro, bro, not cool, bro. Um, The assembly suffered through another 15 minutes of awkward Q and A until Mrs. Traverty finally cut us loose. We were released into the cafeteria to wait for the lunch lines to open. Kyle, Kimber, and I sat in our usual corner.
2: That was so boring, Kyle whined. When are they going to figure out (laughs) that no one cares about Drisking's history? Seriously, I fell asleep like three times.
0: Kimber nudged me. Sam seemed to care, she teased.
1: Shut up! No, I didn't! (laughs) When uh, <laughs> When's Hollywood going to uh, figure out that we don't care about the history of the town of Derry? Um, she, I, I just wanted to know the, about the mines. The mines are creepy, that's all.
2: Yeah, but all our mines were blown up. You can't go in them anymore,
1: Kyle said. M- mines blown.
2: <laughs> blown it. up,
1: I asked. <laughs> Um, Kimber nodded. Some kids died after going into the mine, so the city set off some controlled blast to implode the caverns. At least that was what my mom said. They messed up, though, and I heard that they blew up the water table or poisoned it or something. So this is uh, the whole Centralia, Pennsylvania thing all over again.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Except everything is catching on... Everything is catching on fire. Yeah.
1: That's what that's what happened. Why did, right? why did... Well
0: I'm saying not here. Everything is catching oh, on water you. instead.
1: Catching on water. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's so wet.
0: <laughs> it rains constant. It was always raining in Drisking.
1: Wait, can can I can I can I get a Gordon Cole here?
0: <laughs> <laughs> For which part?
1: For it was it was always raining and
0: It was always raining and drisking
1: Yeah Yeah, I blew my load
0: (laughs) (laughs) Someday uh, I'm just gonna, you know, record a tape Of me reading everything in Gordon Cole's voice And I'd probably make millions And then get sued by David Lynch
1: (laughs) I don't think David Lynch would care He seems like an easygoing guy That's true You could probably probably just ask him To read anything you want And he'd probably send it to you (laughs)
0: I mean, it's worth a shot. What? How do you know that? Kyle asked. Kimber shrugged. I heard my dad talking about it.
1: Did they use C4 or something? I love how they're just like C4 because that's like the explosive that kids know.
0: Yeah, these days at least. Kids these days. <laughs>
1: kids s- these days kids. and C4.
2: <laughs> I guess.
0: So like, we all drink the water so we all have C4 in our bodies and we could explode at any minute, Kyle said excitedly. <laughs>
1: That's a, that's a good joke, Kyle. Um, fuck you, Kyle. Uh, do you think that's what happened to the missing people? I asked him. Just sitting there one day and then boom.
2: Yeah, dude. Kyle grabbed at my shoulders. And that's where the skinned men come from.
0: I made the international symbol for mind blown and we laughed hysterically. ha 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 ha! Ha 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 ha! Unless it was Mandark.
1: Hmm. Um, you guys are dumb. Kimber rolled her eyes and then laughed when Kyle fell on the floor pretending he was exploding. I remember thinking in that moment that I was happy here in Drisking, Missouri, with these two people, happier than I'd ever been anywhere else.
0: Can we pause to do an honest, uh, honest uh, critique here? And by this, I mean compliment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I like this bit.
1: Yeah, it's good bit.
0: It's good. I like this story is so good at just taking its time in a good way. Yeah.
1: Um. And, and the again, information
0: like is relevant. And you kind of keep it in mind. You know.
1: Yeah, it doesn't feel like. It,
0: it doesn't feel like it's but, forced. Like, hey, whip, whip. This is a plot point. Nothing feels like a major plot point, and everything. Everything's just organic.
1: Yes, and that's um, that's something that I think a lot of people need to study up on if they want to write realistic fiction. Uh, this This could devolve into some downright fantastical shit and it's taking its time and grounding everything. And so I don't like it could it could have a like this story could end up being it. It could just straight up being this is a crazy clown that can that's an interdimensional being that can do whatever it wants, and it would feel like it was grounded in a way to where that's like, well, yeah, that's plausible.
0: So on a on a Fleming scale, what would you rate this story?
1: I would give it so far a, a a nine. So far, I think that there are uh, a few things naggling at me like I've seen things here and there that just don't quite add up but they're, they've added details in a nice organic way mm-hmm. mm. uh, what, what do you think Graham Graham no Graham Graham don't cut a hole in that grapefruit and then give Prime Minister Shinzo Abe a blowjob <laughs> stop grapefruiting your man
2: I didn't even see after... that
0: today. Oh, Graham! gram no. Um, where were we? Oh yeah, sorry. I think Alan's got the next one.
2: Um. Right. Also, I last...
0: take back everything I said about Gram-Gram. It she,
2: was the last.
0: Reckless.
2: It was the last truly happy moment I ever had. Less than an hour later. Mike Diamond's uh, phone rang, and he exchanged a few quiet words with the person on the other end. Apparently, they have to fight for their right to party. Uh, His eyes flicking to and from my desk. It was hard to be surprised then when he hung up and asked me to come up to the front.
1: It says Mr. Diamond. How do we know that it's not Neil Diamond?
0: That's a good point.
1: He had to stop touring because of Parkinson's.
0: Diamonds are forever. (laughs) Um... When I got there, he told me my mom was waiting for me in the office and I was going home for the day. I traded a confused and worried look with Kimber and then packed up my backpack and went to the office. When I got there, my mom was crying.
1: We drove home in strained silence. I was too afraid to ask what was wrong. Mom parked the car a block from our house, which was blocked in by several police cars. What an ex! Uh, what an explanation didn't come. When an explanation didn't come, I broke the silence myself. Is it
2: dad? I asked quietly, holding back tears. N-
0: no, honey. Dad is fine. She whispered.
1: He's being groomed as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> then what happened?
2: Whitney never made it to school this morning. Her voice broke over my sister's name.
0: Oh, no, mom, I think she ditched, I said quickly. I saw her leave this morning and it was really early, like six, and she was with her friends, um Pete Whittiger and that kid, Taylor.
1: We all know about that, Sam. But they made it to school, and Whitney wasn't there with wasn't with them. When they said, they said she wanted wanted to stop by the Circle K, near Drisking High, so they left her there, and no one has seen her since.
0: Well, well, it's not my paragraph.
1: (laughs) Well, my
2: brain struggled to come up with an explanation. Maybe she's ditching. Or in a ditch.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, honey. Maybe she's
1: a maybe she's a
0: bitch. Maybe she's Maybe she's bitching.
1: Maybe she's ditching school.
0: <laughs> no, honey, my mom put the car back in drive and drove up to our house, parking behind the police cruiser. The police, as well as your father, think that Whitney is with Jay.
1: But she has a new boyfriend here.
2: <clears throat> we found all her books on the floor of a room this morning and have her clothes gone, along with some catch
1: of your dad's. But... Right now, we think that she hitched a ride to St. Louis and that she's with Jay. The sheriff's office is trying to contact the boy's parents now. That is, that is a long-distance booty call. Yeah. From hibble shired trisking Mount-Missouri.
0: <laughs> Mount
1: to St. Louis, Missouri. Uh,
0: <laughs> this would all have been so much better if they'd just gone to Cool Town, in Illinois.
2: Yeah. Whitney? Run away? Anyone who knew my sister knew she was prone to dramatics and empty threats. Plus, she was dating Chris Whittager's older brother, Pete. I was sure of it.
0: We walked up the steps and into a house filled with stale coffee and quiet murmurs. I tried to remember if Whitney herself had ever actually confirmed she was dating Pete, but <laughs> I drew a blank.
1: I don't want to date Pete. I'm just long Fuck.
0: I swear. Fuck. I don't, don't want to date Pete. He's always out fishing. One time you left and, the fish in the Pe- percolator.
1: And I don't like Pete's little brother. What's his name?
0: Pete. Um, Pete. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah. hey Sandy. That was really bad. When we walked into the kitchen, I saw my father sitting at the table staring at phone records, head in hand. He looked it up when I came into the room and gave me a weak smile.
1: Hey buddy.
2: Dad, I have to tell you something.
0: I felt a heavy hand on my shoulder and turned to look up at a solemn Sheriff Clary.
1: <laughs> dad, I have to tell you something. My, my dad put his hand on my shoulder. Now is definitely not the time to tell me you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everything and anything you might know, son, no matter how trivial you think it is.
0: Everything and anything a chap can unload can be picked up here at Portobello Road.
2: I nodded and sat down at the table with my dad as my mom handed the big man a cup of coffee
0: here you go sheriff she
2: said weakly
1: please Mrs. Walker call me Killian <laughs> I prefer not that's kind of a pretentious name Killian
2: Clary. <laughs> kind, of, kind of makes you sound like a supervillain <laughs> you know it, it, the only
0: way your name would be more of a supervillian name super villain, is if your name was like Killashandra Killigan <laughs>
1: I like to imagine that he's uh, uh, Irish and has red hair.
0: <laughs> or you know, so
1: he, so he, so he'd be Killian's Irish red.
0: Or oh, or you know, could be named after the, or, the orc NPC from the Adventure Zone. No, okay.
2: My mother nodded. <laughs> and Sorry, I'm not a, a
1: door. door.
2: <laughs> and retreated back into a darkened corner to talk quietly with Sheriff Clary's wife, Grace.
0: Oh, Grace, just hold me in your arms and let the darkness linger. What do you know, Sam? My dad asked as he rested his chin on his hands in a mock symbol of prayer, as though I may deliver him from his suffering.
1: Well, just, I heard that Whitney wants to get fucked. I I had a boyfriend, uh, that guy Pete Whittaker, that she had been hanging out with, and I saw them and uh, Taylor Dranger leaving this morning before me. What time uh,
0: did they leave? asked the sheriff. I don't know, like before six.
1: Okay. I, I always have this um problem with these kinds of realistic names, and this thing is the story's doing its best to try and assuage me of this. I am already juggling a lot of names here. Yeah. And I'm bad at that.
0: <laughs> I don't know how super relevant all these characters are gonna be later, but because uh, it has been a while.
1: Been a while. But... It's been a while. Uh, But yeah, just just a note. But he nodded. That matches the statements of uh, Taylor Dranger and the Whittaker boy. My father uh, father's head sunk lower into his hands and I knew I'd let him down. But I rushed. I don't think she went back to St. Louis because she was dating Pete. And I don't think she wanted to be with her boyfriend back home anymore.
2: Um um I understand that, son, but a teenage girl's mind is a complicated thing. My officers are trying to get a hold of the boyfriend's family back in St. Louis. Clip. <laughs> I don't think there's like <laughs> There's something like subtly weird about saying it that way. St. Louis? Yeah. Yeah. That's like and I've heard it said that way before. I think it depends but saying, on who says it. But saying it in a situation that's the, that this, seri- that's this serious would feel super
0: inappropriate. <laughs> it's, it's, it would.
1: Um, so obviously, I'm sure everyone knows by now, I'm from a place called Chillicothe. And one time, my brother was like, yeah, this weekend, I'm going down to Chile. And, and I just look <laughs> at him. I just look at him, and I'm just like, no, Jay. <laughs> and he's like, I thought I'd try it. And I was just like, Nah. And so He's... now I do it un- now I do it unironically because it's so stupid.
0: Have you ever read it to anybody who's called it Chillicothe?
1: No oh god, that'd be awful.
2: <laughs> Clary nodded to my father. Now why don't you head up to your room and let us work, Samuel?
0: Oh gross, he used his full name. I looked at him in surprise. What? No, I want to stay down here. I can help.
1: No, son. There's nothing more you can do here. You've been a good brother. Now let us handle this. You've been a good brother. It is time for us to be the good brother now.
0: <laughs> this message brought to you by big brothers and big sisters of America.
2: Hey there, good brother.
1: Every episode of Pete and Pete, now on YouTube, brought to you by a big brother program.
0: That's <laughs> your dog bye. Hey, Sandy. That was better. Getting better. Yeah. Thank you. But I can help. You already have. You're my son, JB. My little (laughs) baby sass. God
1: damn it. Dad. I looked over at my dad with begging eyes.
2: Play it again, Sam. I mean go to your room, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) He said quietly after a moment. I balked. (laughs) Dad. I was so angry. I did the only thing that I could of to make my rage known. I flung feces at the wall. (laughs) I stomped upstairs, slammed the door, and then sat on my bed in disbelief. The tears came, and then I laid there feeling helpless, worthless, and scared for my sister.
0: I thought about all the places Whitney could be. Was she scared? Was she alone? Was she dead? When the sun began to set, I finally got out of bed and went to check my email. I was expecting lots of messages from Kimber and Kyle, but there was only one.
1: Did she go to the treehouse?
2: I sat staring at the computer screen for almost a minute. Kimber's words from last fall echoed in my brain.
0: How did we read Kimber last time? Oh yeah. If you enter the treehouse without the proper ceremony, you'll disappear and then you'll die.
1: I didn't buy that Whitney had gone to the Circle K that morning, and I especially didn't believe that she had hitchhiked out of town. Nothing, they were saying downstairs, made any sense, if you know my sister. But maybe this did. Maybe she and her boyfriend went to the treehouse to make out or something, and maybe she'd left uh, her there. Maybe she'd gotten lost, or maybe the skin men had found her. That was the worst thought of all um that's that's a pretty cool thing too is is what we've been having going on where there's two competing theories that the adults have mm-hmm. of fucking this boyfriend fucking that boyfriend
0: or getting screwed by over by the skin men that's the kid theory
1: you know but what that's just a theory
0: um, a kid theory
1: i can tell you this people nothing ever nothing good ever happens in the parking lot of a circle k <laughs> Just, just people getting shot over lottery tickets. That's the only thing that can happen. Getting gas and getting shot over lottery tickets.
0: (laughs) Or if you're in Oregon, getting attacked by vagrants while they spray you with gasoline. (laughs) Because now you have to pump your own gas. (laughs) (sighs)
1: That's all right. I didn't. That's okay. You're going to pump our gas someday.
2: I didn't need to sneak out because the police were too busy with my parents to care about me anyway. (laughs) Yeah, fuck it, losing two kids, whatever. (laughs) 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 I stuck my bike out of the garage and rode the three miles to the West Rim Prescott Ore Trail. When I got there, I saw two bikes already locked to the signpost and my two best friends
1: sitting in the snow next to them.
0: I forgot it was snowy.
1: Speaking of kids splitting up but there was like i thought this the first week i was in child care i just went over to my coworker and it's like do they know that if they all scattered right now there is not shit we could do <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing we could do we could pick the kid we could pick the kids that we're most pissed off at and hunt them down. But hunt that's about them down
0: it. and destroy
1: them <laughs> for their
0: rebellion. <laughs>
2: um,
0: is, it, is it me? Yeah. Oh. I knew you'd come, Kyle said when I pulled my bike
1: up. I knew you'd come.
0: <laughs> Kyle said when I pulled my bike up and Kimber ran up to hug me.
1: I'm so sorry, Sam.
2: There was really nothing for me to say, and they didn't push. I mean, they shoved me a lot, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> they shoved me uh, over, like they, those girls had shoved uh, Kimber over earlier.
2: Kimber took my arm, and we started up the trail. The silence between us was stretched, but comfortable. Like a butthole. We trudged <laughs> through the snow, and all the while I searched for the telltale footprints of others. But the snow was coming too fast. The hike up the mountain was harder and wetter than we'd w- come in the fall.
1: What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, hike we... up the, mount- <sighs> the hike up the mountain was harder and wetter than when we'd come, up in-, we'd come in the fall. And when the ambercut fort finally came into view over the ridge, it was a welcome sight, like a butthole. The sun was getting low and we hadn't brought flashlights.
0: I fell as I ran up to the tree, calling my sister's name in the quiet wild. To the quiet wild, Kyle was right behind me and leapt impressively onto the rope ladder, climbing quickly up the planks. I kept calling Whitney's name, uh, waiting for Kyle to yell that he'd found her, that there was at least some sign of her.
1: Hey, bitch. You want to see how high I can jump? (laughs) And then I heard Kimber quietly say my name. Say my name. When no one else is around you, say, baby, I love you. From where she stood at the triple tree. I ran over and tried to follow her eyes to confirm what I already knew was there. And then I found it, freshly carved near the top.
2: Whitney W. My breath
0: froze in my chest and my vision blurred with unwelcome tears. As the sun took its last departure, desperate breath before plunging into the deep of the horizon, a deafening metallic whirl sang out from the wilderness and spilled down the mountainside.
1: My breath froze in my chest, and my, my knees weakened. <laughs> <laughs> my arms fell heavy. Um, that's a pretty strong end.
0: That's a great way to wrap up part one. That's wow. i still. Remember. She's not. She's
1: she's not necessarily dead. You know, it's just like she dead though.
0: She oh. Uh, I mean, I, I, the implicate, it's so great. The implication just, you know, here, sister disappeared. And then that weird noise from the mountain, it's, it's a sign. Yeah. It's
2: omen.
1: You know, the implication,
0: the implication.
1: <laughs> yes. You know, we're, we're up here alone in the tree house and, um, uh, the rope ladder, I bring it up and she's, uh, she's, she's going to, you know, make out with me because of the implication. <laughs>
0: So, um there you go. I know we already kinda of broke the middle of the story to talk about this, but um I wanna say rereading this, the ending of part one is still just as effective for me. It makes me want to keep reading. But if it's a story had even just like ended here, that would have been really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. show.
1: Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's just like uh it 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 really does um it doesn't have any major cracks. It all kind of just flows. hmm I feel like we don't have a whole lot to say at times because it's just uh, so from one note to the next. hmm
0: Which is good. Uh, the story has an impeccable sense of pacing. The pacing in this is so good. And, like, I just... Um, the reason I've been so excited to do this story is it's like I really wanted to cover a story that, at least from what I recall, from in my opinion, is a very good story. Yeah. Uh, for what it, I mean, for what for what the format is, I think it's a very good story.
1: Yeah, I, I am uh, wondering what uh, Grandma DP thinks of this story. Uh, so, would you mind giving us some of your close? No, d- don't fire that minigun at stereotypical Italian gangsters.
0: Oh. Oh, this
1: is... oh my god, they really are serious. Are
0: they, we got it. Are they eating marinara sauce?
1: Yeah. It's... They, got oh, it's <laughs> they got spaghetti on their sweaters. They got spaghetti on their tracksuits. suits.
0: Mama Mia, spaghetti all
1: day. Man, that's, uh, that's a true St. Valentine's Day massacre.
0: Something like it hot. Um, hey, everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of the show starring the guys reading the stories and the grandma and gram 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 Thank you for joining us again. Oh, she's moved on already. Damn. She, she worked quickly. What is she doing now? Gram 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 No bungee bungee jumping. Really? Immediately going to bungee jumping like Ala the, the golden eye. Okay, sure, fine, whatever. I don't care anymore.
1: She, <laughs> she ran away from Gra- the Mafios. Graham Graham. Graham, Graham, no, don't don't break that world record on damn 52. No, don't <laughs> get damn 51.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did we mention that Graham Graham is a really good gold by speedrunner?
0: <laughs> you know, Graham Graham has many talents. Crangrum is a woman of the world, after all.
1: She is a true cosmopolitan. That's where that's where I get it from.
0: Is that why you like cosmopolitans so much?
1: Yes. Mm. Uh, uh, so plugs, I guess.
2: I guess plugs. Um, uh, my recommendation. Uh, Alan, this, we, need, so- we need theme
0: music for Alan's recommendation corner. I'll except we don't. That's more editing. No, you <laughs> go ahead, Alan.
2: Alright, my recommendation this episode is the comic book series Preacher. It is probably my favorite comic series of all time. Really? You can find the trade paperbacks in most comic book stores. I highly recommend Preacher.
0: I'm down. Could use some more. Oh, we just, uh, speaking of comic books, uh, we just read uh, Uzumaki on um, uh, Darkly Lit.
1: Uh, yes, that. <laughs> God damn it, Brandon. On well, Witching Hour, we just talked about uh, event Horizon 2 I mean uh, Cloverfield Paradox
0: <laughs> We're supposed to We might end up talking about The movie that was made of uh, Uzumaki on the witching hour though mm. I've heard Some chatter through the grapevine about that So that could be interesting
2: And, my new, comu- and my new Where computer will this- be here My new computer will be here by the end of this month So I can fucking start working on my own shit again
0: Oh shit, that's nice Yes But the
1: you can already go ahead and see the cinema nippon thing on the Uzumaki film it's pretty cool
0: oh yeah one thing I want to say I have been trying to play catch up a bit with the things I uh, with the the things on patreon uh doing midnight marinera was kind of crazy this month it's gonna be kind of crazy this 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 coming month but I swear I will get back on track and uh I'm gonna make sure that everybody who has donated so far at uh Five, uh, no, like ten, ten dollar level or above is going to get their proper dues. Uh, so keep an ear out as we continue to move through I'm gonna We're going to give some shout outs. It'll be good. I promise. Other than that, I don't have a huge amount of stuff to plug. Uh, uh, around this time this month, Kayla and I are going to be doing a special Animusings episode. We're going to be watching Song of the South and talking about it because, yeah. But uh, Randy Guerra will be joining us for that one because it would be awkward mm. if it was just me and Kayla. And he specifically said, and I quote, Don't worry, I'll be your black person for this one.
1: Uh, and he's also supposed to be on Undercooked Analysis at some point in the future this year, maybe. Yes, he hopefully... I don't know, when, but He definitely will. It's just.
0: Yeah, we want Randy hectic, on the show for sure. Hectic.
1: Hectic, yeah. hectic, hectic.
0: Scheduling is weird. And, um... I mean, we, we've we already missed a few... Guys? Guys. It just hit me. We, we were supposed to talk about our spifos.
2: Oh, shit! Feeling
0: peckish this midnight? Set your appetite for terror and reserve your ears for a feast of the sound. The Midnight Marinara podcast is here for you, intrepid listener. We sample only the finest and sinister stories and... Coaching them with our own unique spooky sauce, present them to you as eerie audio dramas. Tune in as Midnight Marinara sends shivers of fear and spasms of laughter through you. Bon appetit!
1: (laughs) This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.